The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? A moonshine mule. A moonshine mule. Yes. It's Friday. It is Friday. It's time to have a moonshine mule. Oh, okay. So it's two ounces of moonshine. Yep. An ounce of ginger liqueur, a squeeze of lime. Yep. And our Bunbridge ginger beer. Basically topped off and stir it in a copper mug. Good. Super good. All right. Yeah. And that's just so good. You know, I never, ever. And it's so smooth. It's so smooth. I never thought I would ever like moonshine, ever. I know. In fact, I was pretty convinced I wouldn't. You were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, it turns out, in this drink specifically, yeah. although in other drinks we've had too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's been quite a delicious addition to the cabinet. Like, I would never have thought, if you said to me, what do you want in your cocktail cabinet? <laughs> I don't think moonshine would have made the list of considerations. No, but I'm glad we tried it. Yeah. Because it's uh, the, at least the plain, you know, there's flavored ones sure. that, that have, like any liqueur would have a flavor. Yeah. But, or vodkas for that matter, but it's a green alcohol. So yeah. it's just a straight, clear alcohol that you can use to complement other liqueurs. Right. It's good. Very good. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at WeMinder.app. Chapter 27. Yeah. Well, the girls end up face-to-face. Face-to-face. The last chapter ended where Elodie walked in with giant panda. Yeah. And Kay was like, what are you doing with a panda? But, you know, the first part of this chapter is really interesting because the first part of the chapter really gets into Elodie's conversation with herself about her fears and her intentions and... She had to like put everything aside and get on a train to London and then catch another train up into Scotland. And the whole time she's talking to herself about how this isn't going to happen. And about and, how, and how she can escape. And how she can escape. And she's talking about, should she get on the next train to go home? And, you know. 20 minutes outside the house before she goes up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but she's really having a conversation with herself. She really is. She's really confronting her own fears. That's what I hear. It's not that she second guesses her feelings for Kay. Right. But she has fear, and rightly so, because of what how 
she had a history with her mother of rejection right of like loving someone who can't love you back she has this whole story that that's not possible right you know to love somebody right right because they're all going to leave that's her whole story and she and she has proof yep she has evidence gathered for years yes yep and she's confronting this and stepping into life as a possibility she's taking a new action yep which is going to lead to an unexpected, unexpected outcome, outcome right but she's doing it in the with the mindset let's say that you know she really loves Kay. she wants to be with her right and she's gonna like confront her face to face and tell her what she needs to tell her say what there is to say yeah right? and it's and i think it's it's well so well written because this is these are the same kind of fears when anyone is confronting something of this manner in a relationship you have these little dialogues with yourself sure. right yeah. and then it's hilarious how they reference her in the room with Kay and they're doing small talk and her mind is screaming at her like, you need to say this, you need to say these things right. now. And I remember the time I first told you, I love you. Yes. I remember that's my experience of myself is like, you saw me sitting quietly sheepishly in a chair across the room. Right. Meanwhile, I'm having this huge, crazy discussion in my head about <laughs> like what I have to do next. Sure. Right. Yeah. 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 And you know, good for her to actually be somebody who steps into their real self-expression and takes on putting aside and getting over her story and yeah. getting an action yep. and getting in front of Kay and confronting that to confront, to look at without flinching, right? Mm -hmm. To confront Kay and stand in front of her and just be there. And, and it, it actually took Kay a minute. And, right? and the thing, the thing of her, facing her fears was she didn't know what Kay would say, right? She had a pretty good idea. Well, yeah, she, she had her know. story there, yeah. but what she was doing when she first embarked on this in an earlier chapter was she couldn't live with herself if she didn't ask this question. Right. But that actually asking it was the most important thing for her to move forward in her life. She'd hoped she'd move forward with Kay, yes. but she also was willing to risk it all in order to move forward in her own life. We talk a lot about this, about being committed versus attached. Yes. And what she did was she took an action that was aligned with her commitment. Yes. She wasn't like attached to something and she sort of, you know, pretended it was going to be a certain way. Right. She was committed and she took action and she got in front of Kay and now Kay's the one who's confronted by Elodie, right? Now Kay's like stammering and like trying to like process, process what she all. sees, yes. you know. It's and okay. she put up a little bit of a good, yeah, she was, you know, kind of a, she she's was, a little terse there. She was not nice. No, she was not she, nice. I mean, she wasn't rude, but she no. was a little short. Well, what she did was she made LED work for it. Say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's she like, like, I want you to say it yeah, without having to You came to here to tell me happy Christmas? Really? Yeah. That's what you did? That's what you traveled all this way for? <laughs> yeah. Right. To wish me a Merry Christmas? No. You, you brought me a bear? Like, okay. So. Right. Why didn't you send me a card? You know, right. she wasn't like being mean. She no. was being what she was being was demanding of Elodie to, to be say straight with her. to be straight with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting because Elodie's doing things like because she's building herself up to the moment, yeah. and she's trying to find the right moment because she feels tension, right? Right. And so she does the things like "you look beautiful" and all these things, and right. which is somewhat annoying to Kay because it's not getting. To why to you're point. here. Right. And I remember I was doing things like, 
no, there's nothing wrong. I just have something to tell you, but I don't want you to be mad and I don't want you to feel obligated. And I prefaced it with all this bullshit instead (laughs) of just saying what I wanted to say. But I, I felt that with Ellen is like, Oh geez, I, here it goes. This is what happens. You, you spin this yarn up before you're going to say what you have to say, because you're putting out safety nets for yourself. Cause you, I mean, you, you're assuming you're going to fall. Right. And both Elodie and Kay had the worst considerations on how this was going to go mm-hmm. as a fallback. Right. They right. were both like, right. okay, I'm going to have to like, Elodie's like, I've got a B and B rented. I've, I can get a ticket back to France. And she's yeah. got, that all worked out. Yeah. Yeah. And Kay's like, well, I mean, you know, she's, she can stay for dinner and have sausage rolls, I guess. You know, she was, yeah, she wasn't. I'll make her a drink. I'll make her a drink, right? She wasn't like super welcoming. Like she didn't, she didn't go, oh she, my God, Elodie, I'm so glad to see you. God, I miss you so much. She was, she was very like a little standoffish. A little standoffish. Yeah. And she too didn't want to be hurt. She felt no. like she had been hurt. She did. Well, she had in her mind that Elodie had had a, like a love interest in my lead. That's the whole dress incident. Yeah. What I was interesting, and I'm in the author didn't go in this direction, but the way we talk about things is that would have been a point of clarification that needed to be exactly clarified. What Kay should have said is, I saw you together and I thought it looked like you were kissing and it looked like you were rekindling something. That would have been a direct statement. Right. And then Elodie could have addressed that. But what it was is she's like, I saw you together, but kind of was vague. So right. who knows what that means? And so Elodie already knows she wasn't doing anything necessarily wrong. She was right. literally saying goodbye to a friend. But the anticipation of what could be running through Kay's head. Well, Kay's a meaning-making machine. Yes. And she was making meaning out of Elodie kissing my I know. goodbye. I know. I know. Right? But she but, didn't know it but was she goodbye. No. So there's right. no context. So that's why I think those are important situations to do. Yeah. Where you ask directly the meaning you're making, you need to clarify those because that's yeah. what's rattling around in Kay's head. Right. And that's what leads to right. space. Right. Absolutely. So eventually it takes them a minute of dancing around each other. To get to a place where Elodie. Elodie just blurts it all out. I mean, like, real, like in That's a little straight. paragraph, like, says it nonstop. Yeah. It was very clear. Right. That I love you. I want you. I, I be can't live you. without I you. I want to be with only you. Right. Right. I haven't been with anybody else since I met you. Right. You changed me. Like, I can I'm never incomplete. go back. What she's saying is I'm incomplete. Yeah. Without, without you. you. Yeah. And I don't care what we do. I just want to spend time with you. Yeah, she, so wherever she, that and, means. And she said, I'm willing to give up everything to be here. Yeah. Right. Which was overwhelming for Kay. Cause she's a little like, bit, right? Cause, because, you know, it's what Kay wants, right? It's what she's always wanted is to be the one. She wants the idea of that, but I do yeah. think she's honest and saying, no, of course well, I don't want you to give up practical. everything. She's practical. Right. Right. But she also loved Sincere. She loved it. She did. Yeah. Yes. So she doesn't want her to give it up. But that wasn't the issue. The issue was Elodie spat it out exactly what she was there to say. In no uncertain terms. Yep. And it left Kay kind of speechless. Speechless. She was shocked. Yeah. And I think there was this longer silence only that was unnerving for Elodie. Yeah. But because Kay was processing, like what yeah. had just been shared was everything that Kay wanted. Right. And so then Kay became very demonstrative and was like, well, you will not be leaving today, tomorrow, or the next day, or the tomorrows right. after that. Right. You will not be. Yeah. You know, you're going to stay here. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to be with you. Yeah. And so, and that's really the end of the story. That's just so it. So amazing. They're together. So this has been a really wonderful book. And, you know, I have never read Emma Nichols before. Me neither. 
but this particular story is lovely it's the the characters are characters we could relate to yeah we saw yeah. ourselves in the characters totally totally and it's kind of our love story in a yeah. way yeah yeah you know which is kind of cool and she writes in a way that paints pictures yes she's a good writer and the experience we've had has been we look forward to the next chapter i know so emma nichols has written dozens of books yes and i recommend people pick them up awesome well done well done that's it for today if you're interested in kinky relationship coaching online domination or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going please visit our patreon website at lady petra playground you can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! And that's the end of book three yeah. in the Kinky Book Club. Yes.